Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Someone should trim those weeds on your outfield walls. It's called Ivy, as in Ivy League. A bush, as in Bush League. How old is Wrigley anyway? Do you even have electricity? It's powered by tradition, my friend. Something you wouldn't know about at Mobile Phone Park. Cubs are the strong foundation from which grows a mighty beast. Wrigleyville isn't even Chicago. Once you get north of Division Street, you might as well be in Wisconsin. Can't even get a decent slice of pizza. I had better pizza in New York. You see this C? Stands for Chicago. All you got on your head is a stocking. Something puppies like to chew on for recreation. Your logo is a cute little baby bear. Feel like I should give it to my daughter for her birthday. A great, great commercial from a few years back. Great commercial from a few years back with Craig Robinson. And Nick Offerman. Um, <laughs> one a Cubs fan, one a Sox fan. I'm told that uh, our associate producer just accidentally hung up on uh, on on Brooks Boyer. So dial him back up there, please. It's Matt Spiegler with you on Hit and Run. Why can't we be friends? Indeed, why can't? Why not? You have to choose one or the other. You must be tribalistic, and you must be flat-out mean to each other. Absolutely. Not really. Um, It's one of my great delights to have realized slowly over the course of some time to have realized that Colin Faulkner of the Cubs and Brooks Boyer of the White Sox are actually friends, and we welcome them to the score right now. Colin Faulkner, good morning. Thank you for joining us right here on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And Brooks Boyer, uh, welcome into the show. Um, oh, here, I did I just hang up on Colin now? Did I do that or did you do that? Come on, Sean! It's a big Come. moment. Cub station. I figured it was because I was the White Sox guy on the Cub station. You hung up on me. Uh, yeah, right. No. Well, now we've hung up on Colin. So we'll be, we'll be calling him back in a matter of moments. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. It, it, you're, you're far too big in the business for this kind of treatment, Brooks. I'm sorry. Brooks, you there? This is great. I he he I don't I don't believe that he can hear me uh, as a I I can hear you okay, I can good. hear you okay good there we go and uh, you know Sean you'll tell me when Colin's back up this is professional stuff right man this is big time radio this is this is big time radio you know it's it's the Cub station I figured I was getting hung up on I've hung up on Colin plenty you have too yes yes 
I, I, I was I was looking forward to hanging up on Colin after he said something silly, but instead I just hung up before he was even there. Colin, do we have you? A bunch of rookies running the show over there today. I, Jeez. I, I know, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, please renew your deal. Please renew the deal uh, with, with the score. We, we're happy. We'd like to stay a, a partner of sorts if it's possible. Hi, hi man. Good. good morning. How are you? I'm good. Hey, how are you? I, I'm wonderful. So, yeah, it, it has been a, a great delight to realize that you two are friends. Now, when, when did that happen? Did that happen when you were in your current jobs, or did you know each other previous to that? Con, I think I think we we didn't meet till you were in Chicago. You was in Dallas before that, but I think it wasn't until you were in Chicago, right? Yeah, I think once I moved here, um, we got introduced. And I, I would say one thing that's different about Chicago than uh, my experience in in Dallas is I think it's just the long history of the teams here and and kind of this generational nature of, of Chicago. But everybody was super welcoming when I got here, whether it was you know Joe O'Neill at the Bulls. Um, the folks at uh, at the Bears and the other team. So, and and Brooks was one of the first people I met. Um, we got connected um, right when I got here, I believe. And you know, we've we've stayed friends. And I, it surprised people, but we we probably talk at least every week, if not a couple times every week, either call or text. Um, and sometimes it's work, and a lot of times it's just personal. So, Brooks and I have a lot in common. Uh, the odds of this phone call getting interrupted by one of our 11 children is probably high. Um, so, yeah, so Brooks and I, uh, Brooks and I get along really well. Brooks Boyer is the longtime senior vice president of sales and marketing for the Chicago White Sox. And Colin Faulkner is the executive vice president of sales and marketing for the Chicago Cubs, and they both joined me, Matt Spiegel, right here on 670 The Score on Hit and Run. So, so one thing I love is that – In this town, we have two very different ballpark experiences. This year, I have had tremendous tailgating experiences in multiple lots over at Guaranteed Rate Field, Brooks. And it's like, every time I do it, I'm like, oh my God, why don't I do this even more? It's so special and fun, and you can't do that at all at Wrigley. What the hell, Colin? Well, that's because you're in the middle of the city over there, and you obviously have the... uh, uh, you know, all the taverns and you have Gallagher way and stuff. This is, I, I, would you guys each tell me and Brooks, you can go first. T- tell me something that you love about your ballpark experience at guaranteed rate. And it, it just makes you happy about that. You well, can offer the I fans. Mean, you, you, you hit it. It all, it all starts with, with the experience of, of being surrounded by parking lots and people can have the tailgate experience. Uh, people obviously love tailgating for football, whether it's college or the bears or, 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 wherever um you know having that 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 area where you can go or that experience where you just bring people together prior to the game is 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 unique and then as you as you come into the ballpark you know i I would think a a few things are are unique about our experience is our xfinity kid zone where kids can go up the the parents do not get disconnected from the game so you'll be able to see the game while your kids are throwing baseballs, hitting baseballs in cages, or, or running against the mechanical Tim Anderson, or taking grounders uh, on, on the field. So you have this unique opportunity to, to enjoy watching baseball when the kids want to play. Yep. They get to go do it. Then throw in there a, you know, a beer experience, you know, our Miller Lite landing uh, and, and, and right field that leads right into the craft lodge is, is something unique for uh, people who who enjoy that type of experience, and so you know, there, there are all sorts. Both of our ballparks have all sorts of Easter eggs there hmm. uh, to find and to to enjoy. 
uh, when, when coming out to the ballpark. Um, and Colin, something you love about your ballpark experience. Yeah, I kind of thought we had the market cornered on beer, but um, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I, you know, for sure, you know, parking's pretty limited and, and we even, you know, discourage people from uh, tailgating, which is, you know, something that's cool about, about guaranteed rate. But I, I think for us, and it's sort of a new thing, uh, which is that Gallagher way experience outside. So, you know, not a lot of kids can sit through uh, nine innings of baseball. And so to have the opportunity to take your kid outside, have a catch, uh, right where we put uh, all of our statues uh, of our Hall of Famers outside there, uh, have the game on the big video board, and just blow off some steam for a couple innings. I think that's something that's unique to our ballpark, but it's also not a, you know, 100-year-old thing like, you know, Ivy and a marquee. It's it's a it's a pretty new thing, and I think that's um, really added to the game experience this year. So that's that's probably the one I would pick for us. Okay, and now it, as part of our team building exercise, Colin, say something you like <laughs> about Brooks's ballpark experience. Uh, that's it for me. It's kind of an easy one. When I was in Texas at the Rangers, uh, Chuck Morgan, who was the head of game presentation there, um, and still is today. Uh, every home run, they'd play the music from the natural and shoot off fireworks. And in a ballpark that's uh, you know, got a wooden roof and surrounded by uh, a bunch of neighbors. Uh, shooting off fireworks is, I think, something we've only done once or twice uh, in the last hundred years. So uh, I think the shooting off the fireworks is really cool. Uh, it makes a cool moment in the ballpark, and it's something I wish uh, we had the opportunity to do the, the whole time, and, and we don't. So I, I would say that probably. All right, Brooks, and if you can, I know it's hard, say something nice about Collins' <laughs> ballpark experience. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Sox fan. I can't say anything nice about the Cubs. I think it's that's, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trained by our fan base to say that, but I guess if I had to say something, yeah, uh, I, you know, the, the bleacher experience is, is pretty great. And, you know, I was going to say Gallagher way. Um, Colin was, was gracious enough to, to, to host me to see all of their clubs and all the things that they have done. I think they, they've done a terrific job with their renovations of, of keeping the mystique and, and history of the ballpark while, while modernizing it. So, you know, to to me, I think the bleachers are are really unique. And you know, when you're sitting in Wrigley Field, um, it, it is a unique experience. It's it's a bucket list experience for a lot of people, and 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 they've done a terrific job of of keeping that tradition while modernizing the ballpark. Wow! See, look speaks, at that. Speaks. I've, I've I've been I've been inviting Brooks over for like five years, and uh, he's he was yet to take me up on it until this year finally. And the only reason he did is because one of his his good friends which he believes is a minor character flaw is a Cubs fan. So he, uh, he wanted to bring, he wanted to bring his good. My buddy's dad died and, you know, he's one of my best friends. Uh, You know, I was in his wedding. He was in mine. He's an avid Cubs fan. He was a college team. I, I mean, Sox fans, there was a moment of weakness, but it it was pretty, Colin Colin was a, it was, it was was for a good cause. Yeah, you yeah. did it for a good cause. It was for your friend. And Brooks texted me for tickets, and I thought it was for his friend. And I, I was confused that it was actually for him. Um, and so, and this is like on the day of the game, much to my surprise. So he and I ended up um, hanging out. We probably have some footage somewhere of him and I sitting there watching the game so I can blackmail 
him with that at some point. So, Oh, man, I love it. And you're like, oh, wait, it's actually you? All right, let me get him better tickets. Hang on a second. Let me see. Totally. If I, if totally. I, can... I, I had him behind a, behind a pole, and then we, we upgraded him. So. <laughs> that's, um, that's well done. Um, so I had a moment where I was watching, you know, the, the guy – whose job it is to shake the spray paint can before he sprays the batter's box onto the dirt. And I'm like, man, like every once in a while, I'll have a moment at a game where I'm like, how many people does it take to put this whole thing together that I just completely take for granted as I buy a ticket and go down there? Um, Brooks, give me an aspect of the ballpark, the game day experience that people don't realize is as difficult as it is. You know, it, it, it's it's a coordinated effort. I and mean, Colin can tell you whether it's the, the coordination between, you know, the, the, the sales team and the game operations team uh, of, of making sure that, you know, we're, we're putting on 81 shows and, and we're responsible uh, for for people from, from the time they leave the, their driveway till the time they get back in their driveway or their front door, whatever whatever that may be. So when you, you talk about coordinating uh, traffic, you know, which is outside of our control, <laughs> parking, uh, and, and then entering the, the, the ballpark. Now, you think of all these different touch points that you have, whether it's concessions, whether it's ushers, uh, field staff. Uh, you know, when, when, when you look out there, you know, we have 20 people that are out there working on the field, you know, prior to and, and during the game. So there's so many little things that go into, you know, what's, what's going to be the response for first aid if, if, if there's a situation uh, in, the, in the park. And, and our, guest op, our guest ops and our, our park ops and our game operations people, and this is their full-time jobs of, of making sure that the experience is as good as it can possibly be and we can react to any situation. And I think as Colin will tell you, things come up. We've been doing this a while, so you think you've seen everything. Something comes up that you have never seen before, and, and you have to have people that are ready to react to it. All right. Now, give me something that's come up that you've never seen before, Colin, and you have to be ready ready to react to well, it. Well, uh, so, uh, so I would say, back to kind of your question with Brooks, like, yes. it takes 1,500 people. So we have 1,500 people on a game day Wow, that, that it takes to put on a game, which is an amazing number when you think about it, and, and coordinating all those folks. For us, like the specific job that I think is quite an unsung thing is, you know, Wrigley Field doesn't have an event level um, where we can, you know, move things to and fro without, you know, it being in front of the fans. And fans produce a lot of trash. Uh, And so we have a crew of folks that you've probably seen that are literally have these giant green, you know, barrels on wheels. And they're literally taking the trash out to a, you know, a dump truck or a trash truck we have sitting outside near the fire station there and that is a very manual process and you know if that doesn't get done uh everything falls apart so i think there's you know with 1500 jobs there's a whole bunch of unsung heroes in this whether they're working at you know concession stands or they're taking out the trash or whatnot uh we have an interesting um you know tradition where when we have a double header game uh where we you know split double header we got to clean the park in like 45 minutes to an hour between games and so we have a whole big clean staff come in, but we also have folks from the front office come in and help. And uh, fans are really messy. I'll tell you from experience, like the peanut shells that the half drinking water bottles and beers, the the nacho cheese on the floor, like it's got to go somewhere. So I would just say the, the, there's a whole bunch of heroes. Um, but I would say if I had to you know pick one specifically, it'd probably be, 
those folks that are that are making sure the ballpark's nice and clean every time folks come in. All right, um, cool. And I, I think it's always good when when the fans don't throw it on the field. That's just I, I'm a big fan of when they don't do that. I don't know about you guys. Well, we put we put nets up, so it's pretty hard to throw anything on the field oh, now. Yeah. Oh, smart. See, so should I take the trash after I have my food and take it to the garbage can? I feel like it's my Right, and part of my ticket price to leave it under the seat. Am I a terrible person? Your thoughts? Listen, you can listen. Do you take the grocery cart back when you're at the grocery store? Sometimes, like, yes, 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 I do. So I, I think I think it's totally up to you. But um, I, I'm a I'm a take the grocery cart back person. I'm probably a you know take my cup back person. All so right, all right. that's just me. Brooks, am I a terrible person? Yeah, quick answer. Yeah, you're a terrible person. It has Thank nothing you. to do with, with your garbage habits. <laughs> <laughs> You know, to, to me, you know, I, 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 anytime you go to a ballpark, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Parker Stadium, um, you've, you've likely paid money or received tickets for free that somebody paid for that gets you away from what you do on a, a day-to-day basis. If you yeah. want to have your garbage at your feet, keep your garbage at your feet. You want to throw it away? <laughs> so it's, it's you know, have have a great time at a. You, know, you. you, you want to yell? Yell. You don't want to. You want to make fun of the other team? Knock yourself out. Have a blast. There we that's go. So, that's so that's so right though. I mean, the the thing about guaranteed rate or Wrigley, it's it's a place to get away from everything else, and it doesn't matter if you're sitting next to a billionaire or uh, a Democrat or Republican or whatever it might be. Like the one thing in common everybody has is the game and cheering for the team and you're sitting side by side and, and yeah, it's the, it's the chance to get away from everything. Dudes, sure. I mean, one of my favorite things in life, high-fiving strangers at the ballpark. It is a top five life experience uh, in, in my opinion. Um, all right, a couple quickies. Um, favorite promotional item for this year? I have the correct answer for both of you, but I, I'm curious what, what yours are. Uh, Brooks, your favorite promotional item that you guys have given away this year? You know what? You, 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 this you, you teased us that this was coming. Yeah, I think it's the Eloy. For us, it's the the Eloy uh, Robert bobblehead doll, the double bobblehead. When you are correct. Uh, when when the the when Luis Robert stole the the ball, basically ran over. <laughs> Kelly he Kelly leaked uh, Eloy Jimenez, <laughs> and, and Eloy just stared at him. And we we thought that was a unique moment. Yes. So I, I think that's number one. That is the it. Eloy chain, or the I'm sorry, the Luis Robert chain, the '88 chain we gave away. And then our April hoodie that is is always super popular. But if I had to pick one, I would go with the Eloy Luis Robert bobblehead. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you, and I'm looking at it right now. As a matter of fact, there's one in the studio uh, on display. Um, Colin, your favorite promotional item from this year? Well, I was going all time. Um, oh, yeah. I, I didn't know we were going this year. So I, I think it's the ones that are completely – um, you know, everyone's done a chair cushion. Everybody's done a bobblehead. Everyone's done a t-shirt and a hat. Like it's the, it's the ones like Brooks just said that come up and, and are totally creative. So I liked, um, we had a hobby bias sliding in, it was like a coin bank from Wintrust, but it was 
you opened it and closed it by him sliding into the base, which I thought was cool. Yes. Um, we had a, we had a Clark, the cub, like hoodie towel for little kids where it's like a towel, but kind of the hoodie thing. Like, I just think it's the things that are kind of outside the box. So, um, it's like saying bobblehead is like saying, you know, Jesus in Sunday school for your answer. Like, I just think, I I think, you know, bobblehead (laughs) is the easy answer. Um, but it is, I would say it's the most popular item. Like we do surveys, we do research and bobbleheads knock it out of the park. Um, no doubt all the time and, so uh, why well, what did you have on the list uh, well and, and by the way you had nick magical bobblehead the other night which was nice and it yep. wasn't it wasn't actually nick magical it took me a little while just to just to figure <laughs> that out full size. <laughs> yeah, it was full size <laughs> everybody, everybody got a full size nick magical uh, when they when they left the ballpark um no. uh, what did you have the shark week hat what did no, you have? Come on. i loved i i used it the other day i rode my bike or i rode a divvy to the lakefront with the the bag where you could put like four seltzers or four beers oh, in it, yeah, the, the insulated. Yeah. I'd never seen that item before in my life. I thought it was freaking brilliant. Uh, and we all got uh, all time, I would say the Mini World Series trophy. I mean, come on, that's yeah. yeah. I, I even better. I thought that there was there was a snow globe that we did of the World Series parade. So I had like a bus in the parade, and it had all the confetti as the smell. I thought that was a cool one. That, that was a cool one. But yeah, Mini World Series and all time for you, Brooks. If you had a quick. When I, I think the Hawk Harrelson alarm clock is an amazing, crazy that, item. I mean, that 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 created a, a, a ton of buzz. Um, there was there was you know we've we've done like bat days before, and mm-hmm. you know we've, there's always been there's always a little concern <laughs> when you're giving out a weapon. Ballpark um, well, ops so loves that, don't they? They they love it. It's like we're doing that on exit, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, it's fine. <laughs> um, but it's. You know, another one um, that was massively popular was when we did our Southside hockey jerseys, and 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 those you see, you know, people wearing those hockey jerseys uh, quite a bit. Yeah, those those were really really cool. All right, well, the big news here is I was vindicated. Brooks Boyer told me it's okay to leave trash at my feet. Um, we're gonna come back on hit and run. These guys are doing the kind honor of sticking around a little more. Last year, Brooks and the White Sox were in Iowa for the Field of Dreams game. This year, it's Colin and the Cubs. We'll discuss that, among other things, next on The Score. The premier baseball show in Chicago. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us all that once was good and it could be again oh people will come Ray people will most definitely come it looked like one of the most cool and unique sporting events I have ever seen and they're doing it again this week in Iowa in Dyersville, Field of Dreams game. It's Matt Spiegel here with you on Hit and Run on 670 The Score. We have Brooks Boyer, the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Chicago White Sox, on the phone. We have Colin Faulkner, the Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Chicago Cubs, on the phone. They are on the phone together. They are friendly, and they can share this experience after Thursday night. Brooks Boyer... Please tell Colin Faulkner about your time in Iowa last year and what he should look forward to. Yeah, the thing is, is is almost from the day after the game, we may, we may have even been texting during the game. Uh, yep. 
you know, this this is it's the the people that are going and 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 Colin and I have talked quite a bit about the experience and and it is it's incredible and and I'm I'm excited for for him to experience this and um, you know I happen to be there with you know four of 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 my kids and my wife and 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 we still talk about it all the time. It's just it is a baseball pilgrimage and the and the people that are going are are just going to love. It. I think I think actually Brooks texted me that night. Um, and not not in a bragging way, but he said he listed off like six major events that he's been to: the Masters, the NBA Finals, you know, a bunch of major sporting events, and said this is better than all of them. And I was like, wow. Um, so I was I was, and not even like the game finished awesome. And and but I think besides that, I think you were saying it was it was the best sporting event you've been to. Yeah, I mean, I've been around a while, and and you know, luckily had the last dance bulls, and and you know, have have seen quite a bit. But just the way that this was staged, um, what you felt—I mean, everybody's watched that 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 show and and or the the movie, and and you know, you you have a connection. You know, a lot of people have a connection to baseball through that movie, and and when you're there, when you're on the set, and then to have the game play out the way it played out, uh, it it was you felt like it was a movie and um, you know, the, the Costner coming out of the corn and players coming out of the corn. It's just, it's, it's such a, it's such a great experience. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for anybody who's listening. That's going. It's so, yeah, can't so, wait. so what, what are, what are the preparations like? How much involvement Colin is there for the Cubs um, marketing and, and kind of game event production, or is it out of your hands on some level? Well, yeah, I mean it's it's really produced by you know by Major League Baseball and the league. So they put on the All Star Game and they put on uh, you know the game in London that will be in next year and and they put this game on. You know we're gonna we're gonna be fortunate. You know Brooks was the first uh, team, which is is cool to be the first and, and an amazing experience. Um, I'm sure they learned you know some logistical things that will be the beneficiary of you know this year. Uh, and Brooks and I talked a lot just about their experience and, and recommendations we're taking you know, a bunch of our um, sponsors and, and customers out there and, and Brooks and those guys did the same thing. So we learned a little bit um, from what they did last year and, and hoping to, to make it even even smoother. You know, I, I, I had a theory and an idea the next day that there should be a Field of Dreams game, a Field of Dreams series where they put baseball in various locations around America that don't have teams, you know, a barnstorming of sort, you know, like what if you had a game in Biloxi, Mississippi? What if you had a had a game in Alaska, you know, or what if you had a game, um, at, at you know, in in a in a national park, you know, these these kinds of things to showcase it as the American sport that really can be played uh, all over this land and expose different people to it. I, because, yeah, I, I don't you think that's that's a possible opportunity down the road. I would tell you without telling you too much and Brooks can confirm this. The league is, is looking at some of those things. So mm-hmm. um, they do have a list of, of places that they want to take uh, a game that have some pretty um, cool uh, h- historical significance, but also great backdrops and in, in not in a baseball market. So I think over the next few years, you're going to see some, some things similar to Field of dreams. That'll be really great for the game. So what Colin's saying, Matt, yeah. is you know let's let's just let's just hit you between the eyes. Great idea. Uh, someone already came up with it. You're too late. 
<laughs> well, that's but, that's my life, man. That, it, that's it how is, it works. It, it, it is. It's it's really cool. What what Major League Baseball is is doing is is they are really working to 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 have the game brought to them. I one thing I've been enthralled with is the whole concept of what like the Savannah Bananas are doing. Yes, um, mm-hmm. they're making you know baseball is fun, and you know you, people have the arguments. You know it's boring. It's long. You know. Pitch clock, make it fast, that type of thing, and I get that. I, I do understand. I do understand that uh, there's a beauty to our game, and I think it's pretty cool what what that group of people are are doing because they are they they are making it fun, and um, you know baseball can be fun. And in these settings, like I said yeah, going to Field of Dreams is is you know, it makes baseball so fun. I was at a Triple A game last night, guys, in Indianapolis, um, and I saw a couple pitch clock violations, just two. But man, that game cooked. It, it, so I, I think that will will be a helper um, in terms of the pace of the game. But in terms of the overall experience, I, you know, they I, they seem to be building something on one corner over there by the, by Wrigley Brooks. I don't know if you've seen it, where it looks it looks like it's gonna I don't know be sort of gambling related, some giant um, some giant DraftKings thing. Is that fait accompli for all ballparks in America? And by that, I'm asking you if Guaranteed Rate is gonna head down that road. You think at some point? Yeah, you know we're we're in an interesting. Yeah, I think everybody is is certainly heading that way, and and I think it all stems from the success of the NFL and and what has has propelled that league. I mean, it's 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 such a superpower, um, and and you know sports gambling, responsible sports gambling has has pushed football uh, to to a whole new level, and I think everybody understands that that horse is out of the barn and. Uh, you know they're they're figuring out ways to to have it be done responsibly and yeah I would I would uh, I think it's a, a fair assumption uh, that that one day we will uh, we will have that on on our site but we're we're a little unique because um, whether you know United Center uh, has one coming in Wrigley has one coming in that's private land and 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 privately owned land we remember you know we're we're in a state owned facility. Uh, so there's a few extra steps that we have to take in order for us to uh, put something like that together. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Do you see the you see the segue he did there? He went from Field of Dreams and Shoeless Joe right to gambling. It was seamless. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, well, I've buttered you. Applause. I, I've buttered you up with niceties all hour. I mean, this is my last right. chance to get some hard hitting stuff in. Right, <laughs> right. That was that was pretty pretty slick right there. Yeah, thank you. Well, as as long as I'm down that path, um, why can't I tip? everybody whenever i want with either cash or my card at both ballparks i find myself on occasion having to go back to certain people if i want to tip with cash or if i forget to bring cash sometimes i'm just screwed is there a chance that we can get some consistency with that con go ahead Uh, that sounds like a great question for brooks uh we (laughs) to my knowledge to my knowledge and i could be wrong here yeah uh, we have eliminated i know we've eliminated cash that's a fact but um, I think there's the ability to tip all of our vendors and and at our concession stands. I, I'm fairly certain of that. Okay, well, sorry. So I must, it must be something Brooks. It must be something Brooks has not done well. I I, I believe Colin and I can. I I think there are certain concessions where I found myself unable to tip and I wanted to. So maybe, Got it. So maybe you're so, it's you're so generous. You, you leave your trash and you tip. You're amazing. <laughs> well, that's that's the price of doing business. I figure if right, I'm going right. to leave my trash, I'm going to tip. Now maybe it doesn't all go to the same place, but you know that's that's my thought process anyway. 
Um, and, 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 and Brooks, uh, you've avoided it long enough. These last 40 seconds, you've got something good by now. <laughs> and Ali, we, what's, what's interesting is we, and we share vendors. Um, you, know, what, yeah. what, you know, a lot of our vendors um, uh, are, are vendors at, at Wrigley or at, or, or at United Center. Yes. And, you know, I, I've, I've become friendly, you know, as has Colin. Over the years, you have some of your favorite vendors. You talk to them all the time. You bet. You know, they tell you, they tell you exactly what's going on. And, um, yep. you know, it's, 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 we're very, very lucky. And I'll tell you, from, from my friends that are vendors, not a single one of them will not accept cash from you. I promise you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's 100% true. We may be a cashless. Yes, we may, we may be cashless, but they will take your cash, it turns out. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they'll look at you and be like, hey, this is really nice, but I think you probably got a 20 in there, too. Uh, yeah. So, I, 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 I got to tell you, um, there's some things that Wrigley does better, but being able to choose my own grilled onions to point to the burned ones – in front of the hot dog and say, can you give me the darkest onions right there? Thank you so much. I miss that. I miss that at your place, Colin. I got to well, tell you. I will, I will, I'll throw this in there, uh, Matt, is is if you ever get to the Ben Rosen uh, hot dog stand, uh, he, he is elite. You know, he's probably listening right now. Uh, he, he would consider him help, himself kind of the elite um, guy uh, uh hot dog vendor and and if, if if you get to him yeah it's it's something special it's it's a, uh, yeah talk about a kid that's been raised right that kid's been raised right <laughs> <laughs> he, he seemed like a, a high quality vendor um absolutely yeah, if, if he sweats if he sweats on it that's a little extra that's a little extra tip but it makes it taste this great yeah ben, ben, <laughs> um you guys have unbelievable broadcast teams on, I, I mean, I, don't you think – I was talking with my nephew, who's a play-by-play voice for the Indianapolis Indians, was there last night, and I was asking, like, well, who are the best? Who are the ones that you watch and, and you aspire to be? And he said, well, Chicago has the two best. He, he just said it flat out, and this is a kid on the way up. Uh, I mean, you've got to be incredibly, incredibly proud of, uh, uh, of your broadcast teams, Brooks. Yeah, I, uh, it's yeah. – Good. Go ahead, Colin. No, I said Brooks. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. We're yeah. No, it's my turn. Uh, I I think story time here. Uh, Brooks and again, Brooks and I talking all the time. When when the Len Casper uh, trade went down, uh, you know, Brooks and I were on the phone talking about that, and and it's crazy, but I think it turned out. Um, I think it turned out okay, and I think we're we're both really fortunate to have both on radio and TV um, great, great broadcasters. So uh, it's it's funny that it went down like that, but um, Len's great, uh, and he's he's a incredible broadcaster, and, and Brooks is lucky to have him over there, and, and we're lucky to have Boog. So um, and and all the other guys as well. But just it was it was quite a funny call when Brooks and I talked about that. Yeah, and if, from from our our standpoint, having. Um, you know, Jason and Len uh, be the lead play by play guys. And then, and then you know, obviously with, with Steve Stone and, and, and what his career has, has been all about. And Darren Jackson, who has, has really, when, when he has gotten with, uh, when, when he's done with Len has, has been, has, has been terrific. So we're, we're super proud of, of that. And, and, you know, Colin and I have talked about that. We hold ourselves to a very high standard in delivering our games uh, to our fans and, and our fans certainly let us know. And, and, and we do feel really lucky when, when you look across TV, radio, you know, even Spanish radio, 
Uh, it's yeah. it's really it, it, we we've both been very fortunate. You know, let, let me yeah. say um, that you both have tremendous in-house video. Uh, production people, uh, Cubs Productions, and w- what's happening on the YouTube channel um, is just tremendous stuff over there. And I, I have a request here via text that came in, Brooks, that there, uh, White Sox fans are wondering if some of the great stuff that you guys have done over the years, the Frank Thomas video from his first game back to Sox Park, the World Series video from opening day, whether that stuff is available or could be made available on uh, via YouTube or via the White Sox website or something like yeah. that. Well, one of the challenges that we have is is we have certain music rights uh, in park <laughs> that, that we can use. Yeah, and you can't use you know, those those music rights uh, to distribute socially or, or or distribute on the internet. So you know some of these things have to remain you know, in house, uh, in, in order to do it and, and to put a different track behind it. I mean, these, these videos we, we do, we, we're lucky. Colin's lucky. We have a, a great group of, of people who are producing content, producing videos, uh, for the ballpark, for our social feeds. Uh, but they're, they're under a different set of rules uh, than, yep. than what we do in the ballpark. Well, if you need some music produced, um, I, you know, I, I know a guy. I, I know a couple of guys. <laughs> if you did anything with that. I'm told, by the way, via text, that Ben Rosen has retired from vending, so he's, uh, he's unavailable. Uh, uh, I believe he's in uh, – I believe he's a uh... – in TV production now, if I'm not if I'm not uh, mistaken, you know, talk about somebody who understands it's a two team town and really and really right. how to live it, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, no doubt, uh, gentlemen, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for the time. Get back to your combined eleven children. Is that five and a half a piece? Is that how that works? I don't know, but uh, yeah, Brooks leads in that category by one. Well, uh, th- thank you so much for the time. Listeners have enjoyed it, and Lord knows I did too. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Anytime. All right, thanks. Go Sox. See you guys. <laughs> Go Sox. He squeezed one in. That's Brooks Boyer, marketing boss for the White Sox. Colin Faulkner, marketing boss for the Cubs. Um, enjoyed that. Hope you did as well. Top of the hour. You'll hear from Jed Hoyer, who gave some clarity, it seems, to, uh, to what the offseason plans will be. But you know what? Let me tell you this. This trivia question that I'm about to share with you has been sweeping press boxes all over the Midwest, at least the ones that I've been in. Here's the question. I'll give you the answer on the other side. Five father-son combinations in the history of baseball have each had a 30-home run season. Five fathers and sons who have each had a 30-home run season. There's only five. Can you think of them? You've got the commercial break to think about it. I'll give you the answer when we come back on 670 The Score. The premier baseball show in Chicago. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. And Guerrero rides it out to deep left field, and you can forget it. That ball clears the wall in no time flat. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., seventh of the season. And the Blue Jays are in front early. Yeah, that's one of them. So I asked you a question. It's Matt Spiegler with you on Hit and Run on 670 The Score. Before the break, five father-son combinations who have each had a season in which they've hit 30 or more home runs in the big leagues. It is sweeping press boxes all over the Midwest. And by that, I mean uh, Wrigley on Friday when I was there and then Indianapolis Indians last night, Triple A team when I was there. 
The great Howard Kelman loved that question. I stumped him uh, with that one just on a couple. He did come up with most of them. So who do you got? That was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yes, Vlad Jr., Vlad Sr. have both had a 30 home run season. Sean? Man, I I thought for sure it was the Griffies, but uh, I, I'm wrong. Griffies Sr. never had a 30 home run season. There's a lot that it's not. It is not Brett Boone and Bob Boone. It is not Gus Bell and David Bell. It is not Alomar and Alomar. It is not Yogi and Del Berra. It is, uh, there's a lot that it's not. Um, wow, some of the texters have it, whether they looked it up or I whether was they've say, known. Some, some, of the, some of them nailed it, but I'm wondering if this was a Google or not. I, uh, I did guess one. You I was did. surprised. Yeah, you nailed Fernando Tatis Jr. and Sr. I did not remember that in 1999, Fernando Tatis hit 34 home runs for the St. Louis Cardinals. I know he had two grand slams in an inning. That's what he's most famous for. Right. But, yes, so two active ones, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr., and their dads, Bonds, Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonds, was the first one that I guessed and should be the most uh, most obvious, in, in my opinion. Uh, and then there are a couple others. Portly first baseman, large first baseman. Dad did it with the Tigers. The son did it in Milwaukee. Would be the uh, the fielders, right? Prince and Cecil Fielder is your fourth, and the fifth was a Cub, Moises Alou and his father Felipe Alou. I did not remember before the question that Felipe Alou. I eventually guessed it. Felipe Alou had thirty home runs. He did it. Just once, 31 in 1966 with the Atlanta Braves. See, that would have been the tough one for me, I feel like. I wouldn't have ever guessed the Alou brother, or family. Even though he's right here. He was right. a Cub. So, Seriously. yes, the uh, Alou and Tatis are the tough ones. But uh, put that one in your back pocket. And for the man who asked me that question, who says he's asked it to 20, 25 different people, now I've blown it into the ether here on a 50,000-watt blowtorch. I, I, I apologize for nothing. That's no, that's such a cool question though, because like it's it's such a you would think like oh off the top of your head you'd know those guys easily, but as mm-hmm. I was sitting here you asked me I was like man I know maybe one two yeah. oh I, man I, I guessed Bonds Guerrero and Fielder uh pretty pretty quickly um I love me some baseball trivia um and you know I, we'll sprinkle them in every once in a while lots get going JD on back too I know he's yeah. a big trivia guy Jim Deshays is one of the best Deshays and Pat Hughes. Um, Casper, um, you know, th- those are some of my favorite uh, trivia heads around. The late, great Craig Lynch, um, the uh, Cubs media um, person and longtime sports writer in town and sports media person in town, guy I interacted with a bunch on the Cubs press level, was the king, the absolute king. So we will, if we do that segment, we will do it always in honor of Craig Lynch. Lots to come here on Hit and Run here on 670 the score. Man, your broadcast muscles are something strange. I literally almost just said here on Sporting News Radio. It's been since Whoa. 2008. 2008, but sometimes that stuff is right there. Let me see if the phone number is there. 555 five, five. No, no, I can't remember the phone number. You know what's funny is I've gone home and picked up my phone. Is it 670 the score? <laughs> like so many times. The, these are the lives of, of radio people. I remember when I was a producer, Sean, I used to have nightmares. Used to have the dream of like all the buttons on the console falling off as I pressed them. 
in in my nightmares. When I was an XRT DJ, and I used to do that on Friday overnights, midnight to 5 a.m., I would occasionally have a nightmare that it was time to cue up the next song as as a CD was what was winding down and all I could find was a CD that was still shrink wrapped with the one page promotion rubber banded around it from the label and I ripped it open and just barely got it in in time and then it was a 40 second song and I had to go find the next What's one. What's a CD? <laughs> What's a CD? That's a good question. Compact disc is the question. 670 the score, combat disc is the answer. 670 the score is where you are. Lots to get to in baseball. Uh, Some wonderful stories going on around the league. Do you guys see that the Mariners now have a dog? Why does this not happen more often? The Mariners have a clubhouse dog, a four-year-old Labrador retriever that they have adopted from a local dog rescue in suburban Seattle. And Tucker, the golden lab, is absolutely awesome, and people are loving him. The manager, Scott Service, uh, has said that they have added Tucker as a free agent addition to the club. He and his wife have been participants in animal activism for more than 30 years, and now Tucker is making friends. J.P. Crawford is loving Tucker. Uh, there there are just a, a ton of ball players, and Tucker is enjoying himself on the grass there at Safeco Field. And he's just he's he's going to go on some road trips every once in a while. Why has this not been a thing more often? This makes all the sense in the world. He's going to go on road trips with them. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a charter, man. You can bring whoever you want. That's amazing. Hell, they bring the broadcasters. They can bring a dog. That's how that works. We'll get to Jed Hoyer in a matter of moments. Coming up next hour as well, Kylie McDaniel from ESPN on prospects that the Cubs acquired in their trades and the White Sox did not trade away in their trades. That did not happen. And Chris Kampka will tie the room together at 1140 like he does. It's hit and run here on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.